Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Seerah, and much more. Alhamdulillah, Nahmadahu, and Astainu, and Astaghfiru, one Minubihi, one Atawakalo Ali, one Audu Bilahim and Shururi and Fusina, one Minsayate Amalina, Mayahdihilahu Fala Mudilla, one Mayudulhu Fala Hadiella, one Ashadu and La Ilaha illahu Wahdahula Shari Kala, one Ashadu and Muhammadan Abduhu or أرسله بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة دلالة وكل دلالة في النار أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم. Today's khutbah I will start off with the dua which goes اللهم ادخل علينا بالأمن والإيمان وسلامة والإسلام this is one of the du'as which, are, which is mentioned for us to make in the beginning of a month or a year after you sight the Hilal. As we are aware of, we are entering into another new year of the Islamic calendar or the Hijri calendar. The meaning of the du'a is Allah Azza wa Jalla said to make the du'a like this, Oh Allah, bring this upon us with security, iman, Islam, protection from shaitan and your pleasure, O oh Ar-Rahman. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jalla to bring this peace and security and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of us present and the one who are absent. Today's khutbah, I would like to talk about the year itself. We as Muslims, we are aware of, we call our calendar as a Hijri calendar. And we know it has 12 months as Allah Azza wa Jal says, In Iddata Shuhur Indallahi Thna Ashara Shahran Fi Kitabillahi Yawma Khalaqa Samawati Wal Arda. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that indeed the number of months with Allah is 12. And those 12 months 
are the one which was registered from the day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the heavens and the earth. Now, what I like to discuss is, yes, we understand the Islamic calendar has 12 months, we go by the lunar calendar, and probably some of us go into these agreements and disagreements on the moon sighting at, and this or that locality or global sighting. This is not my subject. I would like to talk about the calendar itself. Before we go into the Hijri calendar, let's talk about what is a calendar and why do we need calendars and why these calendars differ from one from the other or how people come up with this concept of calendars. In general, what we see is calendars are to measure the time. Instead of hours with a cloud with a watch or something, it goes for the whole year or whichever way the year is defined. And then you go and cycle and repeat. And those calendars, whether it is, we call it BC, or we call it, or the Christians call it AD, and non-Christians refer to them as CE, Common Era, or it's the Chinese calendar, Roman calendar, Byzantine calendar, Persian calendar, Hindu calendar, Greek calendar, or Islamic calendar, all of these calendars are marked by something which is very important for the people. The people who were coming up with the calendars, it was one of the most important events they connect the things with. Whether it was connected to the birth of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, or whether it was the time prior to the birth of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, hence it's connected to something, a major event of the history. Or whether we talk about the Persians and the Romans and on and on. And even today, while we are in pandemic or coming out of pandemic, sometimes we talk like that, oh, this baby is a pandemic baby. The baby was born during the pandemic. Or just prior to pandemic. Or post-pandemic. These events have impacts on us. Hence, we mark the things according to the, the, the events that we are seeing. To the extent, even we sometimes we talk like this, something has happened at the time, somebody within our families passed away. We link to sometimes the birth of children with the death of somebody else within the family. As I'm standing today, this is a day my father passed away 13 years ago, Allah yarhamu. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enter him in Jannatul Firdaus without any kind of accountability. And all the Muslimin who have passed away. The very same way in my family, we talk about one of my nephew, nephews who was born a week after my father passed away. So we remember like that. So events which are important for us, we link the things to those events. And that's the reality of life. Even when we talk about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his birth, we remember his birth in the history books as he was born in Amul field, the year of the elephants, when Abraha attacked Mecca. And then the Sirah books discuss the events from the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. How many years after the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu that Harb al-Fujjar happened, or Hilf al-Fudul happened, or when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
was appointed as Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the age of 40. And then we talk about the events in reference to the prophethood of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The first year of Nabuwa, second year of Nabuwa. Or then we talk about when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam migrated from Mecca to Medina. Now, why is this Hijri calendar is based off the migration of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from Mecca to Medina? Why is it? That's the key thing. As we just talked about, uh, talked about, the events we look in our life are connected to the most important things that we can think of for ourselves or as a nation. We link the things back to, that, the, to those events. So in the time of Omar bin Khattab radiallahu an, once he was presented a document and the document said Sha'ban, the month of Sha'ban. The Omar's question to, to the people around him was, which month of Sha'ban is it? Which, which year of Sha'ban is it talking about? Is it the previous year of the Sha'ban, the, the one which is coming up, or the one we are in? How do we tell? Because until the time Umar al-Khattab was the Khalifa, there was no concept of the Hijri calendar. People were still measuring the, the years by different means. Whether it's Amul Fil, whether it's uh, the, the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, or the migration, or whatsoever. They were linking the things like that. So Omar's question was, how do we mark these times? According to some calendar. So he requested, he asked, as usual, Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu used to gather the Ansar and the Muhajireen. The one who were the closest to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The ones from the best of the generation. He asked them. And there were requests. Requests like that. That are, should we start the year by the Byzantine calendar? And they say, no, that goes back to way too back. And the request was made, what about the Persians? And they say, well, every time the king dies, they start off the new calendar. So they mess up everything. And then there were some choices given by the Sahaba. And there were four. Whether to go by the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Whether to go by the prophethood when Rasulullah was appointed as the prophet. Or the time Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam migrated from Mecca to Medina. Or the death of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu an was the one who, who, who suggested to go by the migration of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Sahaba unanimously agreed on that. Why is it? That's the key thing I like to bring it up. So we leave from here inshallah with some understanding of it's not just the word Hijri calendar we use. There is an importance of one of the key, most important events that happened as one of the non-Muslim history teacher was discussing about the migration and he said that this is one of the most important event of the history of mankind. Talking about a non-Muslim discussing this. They understood well when we talk about the migration of Muhammad wasallam. what was the impact of that migration? And that migration was not the first migrations the Sahaba made. Even after Rasulullah became the Prophet. There were two migrations happened already to the Habasha. There was a jama'ah of the Sahaba 
including men and women, they migrated from Mecca to Habasha. But their migration was different than the migration we are talking about, which is from Mecca to Medina of Rasulullah and the Sahaba. What is the uniqueness between these two migrations? The first two migrations to Habasha were linked to, even though there was commanded by, allowed by Allah Azza wa Jal to those Sahaba with the permission of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but that was, migration was for the safety and the security of those Sahaba. The kind of hardship and the torture, whether it was mental, whether it was psychological, whether it was physical, that they could not bear and want to practice Islam and peace and security, they migrated to Habasha. But that's different than the migration of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What is the difference? And now, when we talk about that, the Sahaba who brought up this migration should be the one that will mark our calendar or the beginning of the year. Even though Rasulullah by the way, to be clear, he migrated in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. He started in Safar and completed in Rabi'ul Awwal. But our year starts from Muharram, because that's a separate discussion. But this is the year the, migration, the, the, the calendar was marked with. Because Sahaba themselves, they understood it well that this is one of the most important events of the history of the Muslimin as well. Because that's the one that takes the Muslims out of the land of shirk into the land of Islam. From Darul Shirk to Darul Islam, from Darul Kufr to Darul Islam. This is the key difference. The first 13 years of the life of Rasulullah as a prophet were all geared towards working towards coming, getting into Darul Islam, the state of Islam, where Rasulullah was able to become the ruler and to implement the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the key thing. And if we don't look at the things from the right perspective, then we will be thinking of the hijrah as Rasulullah made the hijrah with his sahib Abu Bakr and the kind of difficulties that he was going through, whether there was a spider who created the web around the Gharifaw, or whether there were pigeons who laid the eggs, and then the kuffar of the Makkah, they were not able to find Rasulullah and how Rasulullah went through different terrains of from Makkah to Medina, taking the different path. Then the, yes, all these things are important. There has a different lesson for us that Rasulullah went with all the means to accomplish something. Rasulullah went through all those 13 years, going through all the hardships, looking for the place where he can implement the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what the 13 years are for. That's what Rasulullah was doing. And the Medina was the end result of the work of Rasulullah This is why the Qur'an even has been divided into two parts. Open any Qur'an, you will see on the top of the surah, it will say Makki or Madani. Even the Qur'an, the one we love, the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, we even divided by that. And the Makki and Madani has nothing to do with the place by the way. Go into the detail of that. The, when we say a surah or the ayah is Makki, it's not because it was necessarily revealed in Makkah. The ayah could have been revealed in Medina. Or also the Makkah, and will still be considered as Makki. And the ayah could be revealed in Medina, it will be referred as Madani, or could be revealed in Makkah after Rasulullah migrated to Medina, will still be referred as Madani. So the, the main idea of even dividing the Quran into Makki and Madani is 
the, all those ayat they were, or the surahs, surahs revealed prior to migration, the completion of migration of Rasulullah they referred as Makki surahs and ayat. And the one they were revealed after the migration, they referred as Madani. Why? Because in the Meccan era, the struggle was different. Rasulullah and Sahaba continuously were working towards the end goal of that, the mission of Rasulullah to be achieved, where Rasulullah can implement the deen of Allah, where he can create the place where people can live and abide by the commands of Allah, where they can worship the Allah, the way Allah is supposed to be worshipped, whether it is our individualistic ibadat, like we do, we do at, a, at an individual level, or whatever we do on a societal or communal level, whether these are ibadat, whether these are our mu'amalat, the transactions of ours with each other, whatsoever it is, it is done by what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed. Now, the last few minutes I will talk about something. What did this state that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam built in Medina produce? That produced all of us here, most of us, the most of the land we call Muslim land was opened during the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Khulfai Rashidin, and the Khulafa afterwards. Because of that, we enter into folds of Islam. We should be thankful to the, those who brought Islam to us. Whether they were on an individual level, or whether they were in the masses, they came and they opened the land for Islam. So that was, that, this is what the Hijrah did. That was a result of that. And now today, when we talk about all the injustices are happening, including what happened in Oakland with the teenager yesterday, was yesterday or day before yesterday, when he was beaten up. I'm not going into the detail of what he did, because I'm not, I wasn't there. What we can talk about is a teenager, a weak person, he is apprehended already and been beaten up mercilessly, punched on his face. It could have been our own kids, it could have been us tomorrow. Think of that, it could have been anybody in the world. It's all the strong against the weak. Whether it's the majority against the minority, whether it is more powerful against the weak one, whether it is wealthy against the poor, whether it's one race against the other race, whatsoever it is. Islam came that created the place that Rasulullah started with and that continued to rule over the people with the justice of Islam for 13 centuries. The whole mankind witnessed that. Just because we are forgetting that does not mean that history did not exist. Our existence, our own existence today here is the result of the very same event of the history that happened which is the Hijrah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Until we understand this, we will continue to see all the miseries. And when I'm saying understanding, what means by that is to understand our role. Are we going to be sitting on our backs and watch what the world is doing? Or are we the one who become the part of the solution and bring Islam back? Bring Islam back, the one that bring the justice to the mankind, Muslim or non-Muslim alike. That's what, not only the Muslims, the world is waiting today. Oh my brothers and sisters, otherwise we will continue 
to see all those things. Yes, we'll continue to make the du'as. Allahumma adkhil, Allahumma adkhil, adkhilu alayna bil amni wal iman, wa salamat wal islam, wa jiwan min al-shaytan, wa ridwan min al-rahman. Yes, we'll make the du'a. Yes, we'll make the du'a every time we see the moon. Yes, every time the new year starts, we'll make the du'a to Allah Azza wa Jal. But where is the action? Are we going to just sit back and just make du'as all the time? Or are we going to be the one who stand up and call people up to this call? Let's bring Islam back and show the people what really the mercy of Islam is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the rahmah, but the mercy to the mankind. The one, the cop or the cops who were beating up that kid yesterday, they need Islam as well. They don't have something better than that. Because that's what the people know. You have power, abuse it in your favor. We have to return back to Allah Azza wa We have to return back to Allah Azza wa so we can live according to Islam. We have to implement the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to call the people, Muslims and the non-Muslims. Come, look, listen, what Islam is offering you? This is the, the way that can take, this is the method of, uh, of life, this is the way of life. That can really take the people misery out, take the people out of the misery. وَأَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَيْكُمْ وَلَيْسَعَلِ الْمُسْلِمِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُهُ إِنَّهُ وَفُورُ الرَّحِيمِ Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.